Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. Hey. Hey. I beat you to the punch today. I hate when you do that. It's quicker than you. It makes me feel icky. (laughs) Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. I got to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Who are you? I'm Lori, the mom. (laughs) Am I? I don't know. Are you? (laughs) That was supposed to be the X-Files theme, but I think it turned into like the Batman. I thought it was the Batman theme. Why did I think it was Mission Impossible? Was I Adam West? I don't think we any of those are right. (laughs) Or am I Robin to Batman? Ace Ventura? Does Ace Ventura have a theme song? We're done here. We're done. I think we're going way off the path. I know. Anyway, hey, speaking of music. Yeah. I got a music topic for you today. Yeah, because you're up for the Witch Whisper. Oh my God. Hey. Yeah. This is the witch whisper, everyone. Just (laughs) (laughs) see what happens when you steal my line. I know. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to talk music today. I love it. People wanted more music this year. So we said, hey, I'm going to give it it to you. And they've also asked for updates on October. Mine and fact check Jake's daughter. So I got both for you today. You got them both. All right. So October, funny enough, okay, loves Phil Collins and his music that he did for Tarzan. (laughs) She does. I don't know how the fuck we discovered it. It just came on one day in the house and she, you'll be in my heart again, specifically. That's the one. Right. But we listened to the whole soundtrack all during bath time time. when we're playing, when she wants to take a nap, when she needs needs soothed. Soothed. Phil Collins is the one we call, (laughs) which is just to make that happen. (laughs) To make that fucking happen. Well, that's really funny because you never watched Tarzan when you were Tarzan. Tarzan. (laughs) Tarzan. Only the one with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, again, because he was, yeah, he was shirtless and I watched that one. But yeah, that wasn't really my favorite. And you don't really like Phil Collins. So I think it's hilarious. No, I'm not a fan. You know what? I I feel like you either love Phil Collins or you don't. You hate him. And I, I don't know why. I feel the need. I find the need to defend him. I feel. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy is just going off right by our house. Um, I feel. <laughs> The, you know, you either love or hate either Phil or Peter Gabriel. And I'm in Peter Gabriel's camp. Okay. And you're in Phil's camp. I think I might be in Phil's camp. I don't know I think why. You are. I don't know why, but I really just want to defend him. I don't find the need to pit them against each other, but you know yeah. what? To each their own. But we're going to talk about Phil Collins today. Today, Phil's up. And we're going to talk about In the Air Tonight. Just for October. So we can just keep that Phil Collins love <laughs> just, you know, going. And we can share it with all of you. I mean, as much as you've listened and watched uh, Tarzan clips, you probably... I really you know, love how you say Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> Tarzan. <laughs> I thought you just did it once Does it on say like my NASA? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lori-isms. Oh, my God. All right. So we're going to talk about In the Air tonight. Okay. I'm okay. so excited. This is a song written and performed by English singer, songwriter, drummer, musical genius... Question mark, question mark, (laughs) Phil Collins. (laughs) It was released as the lead single off of Collins' debut solo album, Face Value, in 1981. (laughs) And the cover of it is just, you guessed it. His face. Face Value. I recall it. Uh, That makes In the Air Tonight Phil's debut solo single 
in the first big single of his solo career. Okay, so this was a big deal for Phil. He came out from behind the drums. He sure did. Yes. Uh, this is one of Colin's best known songs, probably mm. his most popular, right? Everybody knows this song. And it is known or referenced often specifically for the big drum break. Do you want to give it to me? It's towards the end of the song. I don't know it. Are you honest to God going to fucking act like you don't know this drum break? I told you I didn't know it. I tune out Phil Collins music. Laura, this is one of like the best songs of all time. It's considered to be one of the best songs of all time. You're going to act. Why do you fucking hate Phil so much? I do, not concur, I do not concur with that. Okay. That all was right. it. You've brought you know it what? back to my collective conscious. That was so good. I just, I, I'm just really proud of that. All right. It is considered to be, all jokes aside, one of the best songs of all time, Laura. I, I do not agree. So why are we talking about this? I don't know Besides why. Besides the fact that October needed some more fill. I, <laughs> I, I think we've mentioned this before because mm -hmm. I love to talk about it. Every yeah. few years, this pops back into my brain and I'm like obsessed with it. Oh. It's an urban legend. The urban legend. Surrounding yes. Phil Collins, which are, that's fucking hilarious. Well, before you told me about it, I didn't, I had never heard it. Really? I had so never I heard it. So I think it must have been a my generation okay. thing. So in all of the commotion and popularity of the song In the Air Tonight, a pop culture urban legend was born. Wow. We all know I love an urban legend. You sure do. So first I'm going to give you a little background on Phil because we all, we all I can't need wait. to know. <laughs> This is just for you. Okay. And then we'll get into the legend. Okay. Phil, David, Charles, Collins. Four first names. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> John, Paul, George, and Ringo. He did really like the Beatles. I did read that. Uh, he was born on January 30th, 1951 in Chiswick, London, England. The area, everything, every Chiswick. source. Chiswick. What? Is that not how you say it? <laughs> It's spelled C-H-I-S-W-I-C-K. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh. <laughs> he was born in England. Okay. I think. I gotcha. Okay. That makes his big three. An Aquarius son. Mm, that's why you love him. I know. See? There you go. We're Aquarius Kindred spirits. Scorpio moon. Ooh. That explains in the air tonight. Mm. It has that sting. Yes. Uh, and a Libra rising. Uh, what a wow. bummer. I don't think he came up when I did Aquarius, when I named the famous Aquarian. <laughs> so I'm so sorry, See? Phil. There you go. I, <laughs> my I, bad, rest my, my guy. I rest my case. I'm so sorry. Apologies. So around the age of five, mm -hmm. apparently, okay, little Phil was given a drum set and it was love at first tap. A, <laughs> a musical prodigy. T-T-Ta. Did I ever tell the podcast that I once took drum lessons? No. And I think... You know, Phil Collins was your driving force behind it. You know what? Again, yeah, we've had a love affair my whole life. Yeah, I took drum lessons once upon a time, and basically all he told me to do was go ta ti ti ta on this little drum pad. It was hilarious. So anyway, little Phil was apparently also a thespian. Was he now? Yes, his mother encouraged him to pursue the entertainment industry, and he appeared in many plays. Wow. Wow, isn't that crazy? I thought that was hilarious. That is crazy. Can you imagine just pulling up to the theater and seeing Phil Collins? 
That's what I'm saying. It's a tiny tot. Uh, but his main love was music. Mm-hmm. Okay. And throughout his teen years, he played in many bands. And by the age of 18, he was known as a session drummer. Wow. He couldn't be stopped. Uh, cut to 1970 when Phil scores a spot as the drummer for English soft rock band Genesis. Genesis soft Genesis. rock? Really? I'm going to consider them. So- really? What? You think they're hard rock? <laughs> They go hard. Maybe medium rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You know what? Okay. We'll give them medium rock. (laughs) We'll up them a notch. Medium rock Genesis. Okay. And a star is born. There you when go. he joins Genesis. Okay, I'm not going to get into their whole fucking history. <laughs> but long story short, Peter Gabriel, yes. this is why you brought him up. I love he Peter Gabriel. He was on vocals at one point yes, in Genesis, was. but he left. Mm-hmm. So then Phil, like you said, Stepped came in. out from behind the drums. He did a little drum singing. As he was singing. I love videos of him performing because it is actually really impressive, but it looks so silly. Uh, but thank god okay that he let everyone hear his angelic voice right laura that's right the world needed to hear it and they they loved it they did okay so not only was phil rocking the fuck out successfully Mm -hmm. with genesis okay he was also drumming on other people's records he was producing etc he loves music and here's one things in his personal life Took a tumble. Get a little dicey. Mm. Okay. His wife at the time was not happy with this crazy schedule, supposedly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what like some of the sources okay. said. I'm sure they just, you know, were not a good match. They weren't a good match. But supposedly she gave Phil an ultimatum. Maybe that's why he had so many side projects. <laughs> soft rock. Wink, wink. Soft rock. <laughs> soft or, your Phil. <laughs> or your family. Pick one. That uh-huh. was the ultimatum she gave him. He went with soft rock. Phil, the legend that he fucking is. He you went can't with the keep soft him rock. from rock and roll. He chose rock and roll. <laughs> the soft rock. The soft rock. But Phil, okay, he isn't an emotionless fucking turd. Okay. He wasn't like, fuck you, bitch. He was devastated by the split with his wife. He was a little mad. He was a little yeah. hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as a way to heal the pain. He wrote a tune. He began recording some home demos of his own songs. Because nice. remember, he was with Genesis, mm-hmm. which is a band. He yes. was breaking free. <laughs> <laughs> he was letting his light shine. Yes, uh, these home demo heartbreak tunes morphed into his first solo album, Face Value. There it is again, <laughs> Face Value, <laughs> which was released in 1981. Like I wow. said, the biggest hit from that album, In the Air Tonight. In the Air Tonight. There so we've come full circle. Here we are. So now we're at the urban legend. We're at how, the good part. How did it reach this status? How did our boy and his hit song get caught up in an urban legend? Oh this my is goodness. fascinating to me. Okay. okay, so the song was a smash international hit. Mm-hmm. It was all over MTV. Do you remember the video? I believe I it do. It was really yes. fucking, it was kind of creepy, okay? And when you listen to In the Air Tonight, you can see why it was a hit, all right? You can't deny, even though Lord doesn't, <laughs> Lord doesn't recall the song. I have no recollection. But it's a fucking good song. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Not bad. Lord, this is not the roast of Phil Collins. Okay. (laughs) Again, one of the best songs of all time. Uh, It's moody. It's got attitude. Again, with that Scorpio moon, you can kind of feel that. Feel the sting. It's Phil at his best, in my opinion. He goes off a little bit. Okay. He's a little pissy in this song. Uh, And the song and the music itself, like, builds. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of tension and then it finally breaks with that drum solo. That is that what that's called? A crescendo? You know what? Ooh, I think that, that sounds might be really right. good. <laughs> but, but I bet we're wrong. Okay. But it sounds great. It sounded good. But yeah, and then it crashes with that drum solo. Yeah. I think I read that 
like there's no drums until that solo. So it just comes like, oh, yeah, with all that energy. Mm -hmm. So it's a very haunting song and a very haunting music video, in my opinion. And what made it even more haunting for some people were the weird lyrics. Okay. Okay. So some of the lyrics that stood out to people as being strange include... If you told me <laughs> you were drowning, oh my gosh, I yeah. would not lend, lend a hand. A hand. Nope. Okay, I'm not going to sing all of them. I just need to give you a little taste. Thank though. you. Everybody uh, appreciates it. Well, I was there and I saw what you did. I saw it with my own two eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, I've seen your face before, but I don't know if you know who I am. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. People were really, uh, they were a creepy. Yeah. It is a little creepy. And again, with the creepy yeah, yeah. video and the creepy tone of the song, it was a little odd. It's got creep so fest. Even though, in my opinion, these lyrics aren't like, they're not too confusing, right. I don't think. Yeah. No one seemed to really understand what he was fucking talking about. Really? Okay. And some listeners took these lyrics very literally. Oh. So wild stories began to build around this song, okay. especially in America for quite some time after its release for years. It hit my he generation. Was be- he was better known for the urban legend than for he his. He was with seriously? my generation. Yes, oh my gosh. Absolutely. That's crazy. So as with most urban legends, there are a few different versions of the story. Okay. That's how urban legends work, right? They change a little bit. Right. So the one I always heard when I was little was that Phil was just walking along. Okay. I guess near some water. Taking a walk. Taking a walk with his little hairs. <laughs> Flapping in the breeze. (laughs) Again, this isn't a rose. When he spotted a man, okay, off in the distance, that man that Phil spotted was watching another man drown in the water without offering to help. He was just standing there watching him. Okay, so Phil Collins watched a man watch a watch a man drown. Wow. And Phil, with this song, was saying, like, you've been caught. I saw you. But I also did not help. Well, yeah. So you may be wondering, <laughs> let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Why didn't he go get help? Or why didn't he help the person drowning? Isn't he just as culpable? He is. He is. The theory is that he was too far away. And is he that- couldn't get there. But the man that he watched could. Oh, I see. Okay, so that's the one I always heard here, Good explanation. In, here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so another version okay. claims that the man that drowned was Phil's friend mm-hmm. uh, who drowned as someone watched without helping while Phil was also uh, drowned. I don't know. I see, or I see. One of them says that like... He was <laughs> off at the picnic table. He drowned his friend. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's just like okay. they get wild, and some of them get really dark. Okay, but in most of these versions, the legend ends with Phil Collins inviting the watcher. Okay, over <laughs> to, for a sandwich to, to the concert to one of his what? concerts to expose him for what he's done. Okay, uh. so it's like. The one I heard was that this guy thought he won tickets to a Phil Collins concert in like a contest and he uh, gets a front row seat and Phil Collins <laughs> roasts him with his drum solo. He's just sitting there tapping on the drums, singing, and then a spotlight shines down on the guy and Phil Collins looks him dead in the eye and he's like, I can feel it. <laughs> Wouldn't you just shit your pants? But that's what I always that's heard. That's hilarious. That's like the whole urban legend. Okay. It usually ends with that. Uh, The origins of urban legends are usually hard to pinpoint. So no one exactly knows how this all got started. Yeah, really? Some people, this was interesting though. Some people think it was because of how Phil Collins supposedly performed the song live Mm -hmm. at the time, which was completely dark. 
Okay. Okay. With some spotlights searching over the crowd oh. to like add to that tension. Mm-hmm. So some people think that kind you. of morphed into yeah. like this silly story. I could see that. But people took it very seriously. Did they, was there no blame on Phil? I guess that's what my question is. Well, I is. think a lot of people were questioning Phil. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it, the story went that he just couldn't help. But why you didn't you call the cops? I don't know. You know. Let's not read into it. I mean, he spent a lot of time. Phil's a know. good man. <laughs> Phil's a good man. <laughs> Defend him. But remember that divorce we talked about? Yes. Okay. The one where the fucking badass Phil Collins chose soft rock and roll over his wife. Over his wife. Okay. In the Air Tonight is clearly about that, in my opinion. I agree. Phil Collins said he wrote it at that time. There was a lot of anger, okay, about the end of the relationship, a lot of like bitter feelings. And even though it wasn't specifically about that, he kind of just let his feelings out. Yeah. So the words don't really mean they they're not about one of specific event. Right. No one drowned. There was no boat. Sometimes there's a boat in the story. Is that right? Yeah, Hopper's on it. Hooper. From Jaws. Damn it. <laughs> Hopper, Hopper is in Stranger Things. Fuck, damn it. Laura Hooper I, is in Jaws. I try really fucking hard. I, did you he see was that? on the boat? No, I was just making a oh. joke. I was trying to make a Jaws joke, but clearly it didn't fucking land because I because don't understand that movie. Hooper. All right, fuck you. Hopper. <laughs> but anyway, this song in the air tonight is just Phil Collins' heartbreak on a silver platter. He basically said it himself in so many words. Wow, he was healing. He was healing. He was healing. And he just needed, he's like, fuck you if you drown. He had to broke get, my heart. He had to get the music out. He had to, <laughs> he had to let the let out. <laughs> so even though Phil has cleared the air. Uh, uh, <laughs> you see what I did there? I did. And stated that it's simply a bitter song about his split. Okay, it doesn't stop people from asking him about the drowning incident. So how is that uh, gold record you won? No, no, nobody's asking him that. No, no they're, they're like, why didn't you save that man that was drowning? <laughs> why didn't you save the man instead of watching the man that watched the man drown? Yeah, there really is something very interesting about this about urban this. legend. Yeah, I don't know why, because it's just so goofy. Well, I think, too, because it's a more recent urban legend. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I like it. I think it. those are few and far in between. They are. Yeah, it doesn't have, like, origins that go way back. Mm. It was just, like, someone decided that Phil Collins... Watch someone drown and we're like, yeah. Yeah. And that's like what he was known for a lot of the times in my age group. It's wild. I think that's fascinating. So in pop culture, the song and the urban legend pop up a -hmm. lot. Okay. The legend is referenced in Eminem's song, Stan. Really? Yes. It's like a whole little chunk of the song. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, It's also referenced in a Family Guy episode, but really what hasn't been. That show has been on for like 50 years. Uh, it apparently appears in Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories, which is a video game lore. Wow, okay. And the song itself has been sampled countless fucking times. times. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And you still don't know the drum solo. What about in The Hangover? It was like a big part of The Hangover, uh, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. I just, you know, choose to block that out of my memory. Okay. But... It's a good tune. So you're not going to be like spearheading the Phil Collins fan club anytime soon. No, well, no. October you won't catch will. me there. Yeah, I, I think she will. All right. Well, that's all I have. That's just a fun little one. I love that. I love an urban legend. I to always love the palette. To, yes. I always love to learn about music. So me too. good times. So you know what? There you go. All right. Awesome. Go listen to Phil. Let and the fill out. Let the fill out. <laughs> My God. <laughs> And with that, we'll catch you Friday for a full-length episode. Hell yeah.
TTFN. <laughs> Cut net. Can we say it on these? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Cut print, check the game. Moving on.